Happy Halloween. Oh, hey. Shit. You done fucked up. Where the nerds? Where the nerds at? Now all you're gonna hear is. Yep. The one time you get to do it, make sure you take advantage of the fact that you can eat all the candy you want into the microphone. Is that part of this? Oh, you got Reese's. You don't fuck. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'm gonna go yeah, and grab get... two of these. So everyone just shove as many milk does in your mouth as possible before we start. <laughs> Get that camera uh, gunked yeah, up on your teeth. Like I saw it and I was like, "What's that orange? What's that?" Oh, <laughs> okay. We're gonna take that the fuck back. <laughs> Have fun editing this one. Sorry, I ate like all of the Snickers. I like how we all have our like favorite. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going for the milk does. Milk does. <laughs> I'm like, did you actually go for milk? Yeah, yeah. delicious. <laughs> Dude, I'm a fan of the milk dud popcorn thing. I didn't try that until this year, but it's good. I've never heard of that. Yeah? Sweet with popcorn is great. Like, anything sweet with popcorn is, is good to me. Yeah, dude, next time you get, like, some movie theater popcorn, really just popcorn. Pop a couple milk duds in there. No, no, no. You'll see what it's about. We're already recording, too. Oh. Hi, listeners. Five of you stand over a female orc pirate that you have just captured. Her pirate crew that is left remaining stands and watches from the other side of the ship. And Keth, right before you speak, you all hear something. It's rumbling the water around you. The wake of the ocean begins to violently toss the boat back and forth. You look on the horizon to see a giant portal-looking thing zooming towards you. It seems to be attached to some sort of stone circlet thing, and atop it, you see a platform that your old pal Chismrism is standing on. Chismrism being the old wizard from Gamore. Oh no! No, no, no! This isn't how that was supposed to work at all! Why, why are you self-repelling now, you stupid chaos portal? Oh, people! Get out of the way, people! Get out! Get out of the way! Is that what I think it is? Everyone on the boat begins to panic, including yourselves. You see the swirling colors of this giant chaos portal go from red and green to gold and black then to red and white with some pink sparkles before it changes to a lush green and orange. Then it changes again to a neon green and blue clashing against a red center and outline. The portal is getting closer, and you see it switch to red, white, and blue with shooting stars from the center. And you are about to get sucked into the portal, but right before you do, it changes colors again to a swirling black and orange. Welcome to the Four Orbs Halloween Special. After the portal sucks you in, your scene has changed. A fog has built up around the ship. The ocean wake is completely still and the water is level. The sun was out, but now you only have a full moon above your head. You look across the deck of the ship for the pirates and they aren't there. The tied up female orc is not there either. It is just the five of you. Felomir, can you tell where we are? You s the map or the location? <laughs> like uh, any of the skills you've learned? Do, do you understand what's happening? For those of I you trying out four orbs for the very first time with this one shot, Felomir knows everything. <laughs> well, I, I specifically was trying to think who on the boat was the navigation guide. This wasn't just to go to Felomir. No, question. actually, no, that is true. Well, like, to be fair, I was dude. fuck you. <laughs> to be fair, I was horrible at that job. <laughs> it was still your job. Um. Well, we did go through the chaos portal, so there's really no telling. Shit. Speak. Do we? Do we see the chaos portal still? Oh no, you don't see it anymore. No more Chismrism? No more Chismrism in the background or anywhere. We've been teleported s somewhere to or sometime. I mean, we seem to be still on this boat and in this same place. Is it the same boat? Seems like the same boat, yeah. 
we're on a pirate boat because our boat sank. Though. That's correct. Okay. I guess I'm gonna kind of like look up towards like the crow's nest and then look at uh, Doroth. Like, you want to see if you can get a view? Am I on the crow's nest? No, you'd be down. You like this isn't y'all's boat. This was the pirate ship's boat. Okay. Like I'm looking up at it and then looking towards you. Oh, okay. Being like, you want to see if you can get a view? Ah, uh, sure. I mean, you got that spyglass still, right? Yes, this is true. And I'll climb up to the crow's nest. All right, you climb up to the crow's nest. Give me a spyglass check. For you listeners that are joining us for the very first time, they did some skill challenges and got trained in some new things, and spyglass is one of them. That is going to be uh, that's gonna be a 25. 25. Well, unfortunately, there's just nothing to see because it's just a built-up fog all around you. Uh, I see, um, fog. I don't see anything, to be honest. I, I, there's nothing to see. Shit. Maybe I can help, and I'll cast Gust of Wind. Hey. And just move it around. As you cast Gust of Wind, you start to move things around. Like, you only have a 60-foot spread, so, I mean, you don't have that much distance. But as you do this, you realize, wait a second, there are no sails on this ship. Well, that's strange. There's... No sails on the ship, but we're moving, right? No, you're not moving. No, we're not moving. You're completely still. Were there sails earlier? Yeah. Where'd they go? I mean, really, where did the crew go for that matter? Car! Car! Where are you? And uh, Kath will just kind of run up and down the ship looking for her cur and the pirates. When you start to run up and down the ship, you run like towards the captain's deck area and you realize the captain's wheel is missing. Well, oh, the, the captain's wheel is missing. And then an eerie wind pushes over the deck of the ship, and a creepy jingle plays in the distance. And from out of nothing, it seems a piece of paper floats down from above and lands on the deck of the ship. Kath picks it up. What is this? It, it's, a, it's a note. It says, Stuck in the ocean, all alone. No sails to push you back to your home. A wheel is a treat, but to get it wet your feet... You'll want to get this done before the lantern has its fun. To escape, you must gather your things and sail back through the portal ring. What does that mean? We don't even have sails. Move, let me see it. It sounds like a riddle. And I'll hand him the the paper. I'll snatch it before he hands it to me. And (laughs) and as as you're taking the piece of paper away from Infelomir, the fog lifts slightly. And the circumference of the fog pushes back, revealing two ships circling you at a very slow pace. The sails of these ships are torn and tattered, and a ghostly haze trails from everything on the boats as they move. And then you hear a bump on the boat, and you peek off the side. You see a rowboat floating alongside the ship, and a rope ladder leading to it. Incoming! (laughs) I'll run towards the front of the ship. Where uh, there are no ballistas, I'm assuming. There are not ballistas, but there is a giant cannon. I was about to say we got cannons still, right? Nice. Cannon. Oh, the cannons are still there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start shooting these ghost ships. <laughs> Give me a investigation check to see if you can determine how a cannon works. I was joking, but we're, we're totally going with it now. Twelve. All right. No. I'm going to dump the the cannonball like into the cannon, but then I'm going to get frustrated because I can't figure out how to shoot it. So then I'm just going to pick up another cannonball and like do the, uh, what's what's the shot shot push push. push. (laughs) at the ship. Oh, you don't like hold it by your neck? Oh, fuck. All right. So uh, give me a straight check. 15. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Yeah. You easily throw a cannonball into the water (laughs) and it splashes. This is a cold cannonball. <laughs> it sinks to the bottom of the ocean. So I'm sorry, there's one boat coming at us? There's two boats circling you very slowly. Two boats circling, okay. And they don't seem, do they have sails? They do not have sails. Or they do, but they're all tattered and broken. Do we see anybody on the ships? No. Do we see anyone in the rowboat? No. The rowboat's next to our ship, right? Yeah, the rowboat just appeared next to your ship with a ladder going down to it. Oh, so it just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, well, fuck all this logic shit. Well, didn't that note say something about getting our feet wet to get the, the wheel? Yes, it did! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a, a wheel as a treat, but to get it, wet your feet. What does that mean? We're supposed to climb into the rowboat, dip our feet in the water? I'm going to climb down from the crow's nest. All right. Well, we need, okay, we definitely need a wheel to steer. 
And I think we would probably need some sails. And then we gotta find the chaos portal again. Well, has anyone checked below the deck maybe for the sails or something? No, I guess we should maybe look through the, the ship. Yeah, at least before we go jumping in the water. And I'll uh, I'll go walk over to the, I guess, the door to the deck or the cabin or whatever. Okay, you go over to the door of the deck and uh, you go to open it up and it just doesn't move. Like it's not really a door. Oh my God. Oh, I don't know if that's going to work. It doesn't seem to be an actual door. How railroady can I get for this special? God, <laughs> when is damn. a door not a door? <laughs> All right, so we we go to the rowboat. Well, it seems yep. we only have one option, and that's to get on this rowboat. All right. I'm going to climb down the ladder. Let's get our feet wet. So you go down to the rowboat. I'm assuming everyone does. And you row across the ocean from your, your stable, still boat and go to one of these ghostly ones that are floating around you. And as you climb up onto the deck, a chill runs down your spines. A ghostly being flies overhead. Ooh. Once you gather on deck, it flies down to you and it hovers just 10 feet in front of you and says, Hello! I was told you were coming. A trick has been played on you. I have your captain's will. It was a gift to me. But answer my riddle and I'll give it back to you. Okay. What is this? It's it's a it's a g- 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 ghost. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And that is the sound clip that you provide to Patreon supporters. Roll credits. <laughs> I don't even remember what he said. <laughs> he said he has a riddle, but he hasn't told us the riddle. A riddle, you say? What's yes. the riddle? I once was alive and I owned a home. But after I died, I found myself all alone. I haunted the house and scared off those that entered. But when they entered this room, I always surrendered. So you would like us to name the room? I guess that's the riddle, huh? A mushroom! You don't like mushrooms! No... That's incorrect. Wait, a mushroom isn't a room. Well, that's 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 the joke. It would it would not be a, a, an actual room, but just a, a word with room in it. Oh, I don't I don't get it. It's a shitty riddle. If it was a good riddle, that would be the answer. The the living room. That is correct. Hey. Oh, here is your prize. A misty haze billows between the ghost and your group. In the air, the captain's will fades into existence and then drops onto the deck. The ghost flies off and says, Congratulations! Great job, Keth. Whoa, what yeah. work? What is happening? <laughs> you actually did it. And then I'll, I'll turn to Astra and, and quietly say, I was just saying a room name. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first room you come to. Great you... guess, bud. <laughs> all right. Well, that solves that one. Okay. I'll go... Pick up the wheel, I guess. Drag it on the rowboat. Okay. So, yeah, you put it on the rowboat, and... I guess we'll go to the next boat. All right. So you go to the next boat. Or is that what you want to do, fellow Mary? Should... Oh, yeah. Okay. Is there anything to investigate on this boat? Sure. How tattered are the sails? Very, very tattered and deteriorated. So they could not be mended. They're also kind of ghostly. <laughs> kind of ghostly. <laughs> All right. I'll follow Felomir. Choo-choo! <laughs> <laughs> you row your rowboat over to the next ghostly, tattered, sailed ship, and you say, and you climb onto the deck. And but as you're climbing, you hear something happening above you on the main deck. You hear the clattering of hollow bones, and as you peek over the sides, you see three skeletons sitting next to an old phonograph. Old, tiny, spooky music plays from it, and they look over to you and say. Look at these five on the boat, that they're here to get their stuff. Answer this and you will win the cells you need to move again. We three skeletons like songs. We like to listen all day long. One instrument we cannot play because we don't own any. Organ. It's an organ. Fucking. Oh, that is correct. Here are your cells. And then phasing into existence in front of you, the sails show up, neatly folded, and plop onto the deck. The skeletons start their record over again and wave you off as you climb back down to your rowboat. When did you guys get smart? 
I recently heard that one. <laughs> when you make your way back to your boat, you climb onto the deck of the ship, ready to attach your cells and your captain's wheel to get yourself out of here. But an eerie sight keeps you from accomplishing the task immediately. Across the deck of the ship, thousands of pumpkins with faces carved into their sides stare at you. Jack-o'-lanterns cover every inch of the ship, all grinning a smile so creepy, you hesitate to find footing on board. Amongst the pumpkins centered in the mass, you see a large cauldron boiling a foul liquid. As you all find places to put your feet on deck, a small piece of paper floats down from above. I was hoping Kath would get it first. <laughs> no, no, you get it, you got uh, it, you, you got, got it. it. Another note. What does this one say? I'll read it. <laughs> it says, toil, toil, who to boil? The gleeful one, don't toss in oil. For on the eve of Halloween, a monster grows from the obscene. The only trick to down this beast is to cook him a sad feast. And as you read this aloud, the pumpkins begin to tremble. They start to pile up, forming a giant humanoid shape centered on the boat. A bulge from the belly of the monster rises up towards the shoulders, and a large pumpkin rolls out from the center of the abdomen, positioning itself as the head. Then the pumpkin rotates on the shoulder 180 degrees, revealing a laughing inferno coming from the face of this jack-o'-lantern. Smaller jack-o'-lanterns make up the body, arms, and legs of this monster, and all of the smiling pumpkins light up with fire bursting from the carved holes. Give me initiatives. First up is Astra. Astra, you see an enemy that stands 12 feet tall with made of pumpkins. This entire humanoid shape, just a bunch of pumpkins making it up. And they're all shooting fire out from their faces. Chewing on milk yeah. <laughs> I really regret that being my first choice because I did not realize how caramelly it was mm-hmm. and how hard it is to chew. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a milk um, dud for you. And how much it was going to make me drool. Good stuff. Shouts out to milk duds. Uh, <laughs> I hope that we can. Uh, this podcast brought to you by milk duds. Yeah, can we land that sponsorship? Yeah. <laughs> I am going to cast Gust of Wind. Okay. At this pumpkin thing. Okay. What's the spell DC for the... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I need you talking to the microphone. (laughs) Not to. And this is why you do not eat on a podcast. You told us this is the one time we could eat, and I I told you you you're going to regret it. And I wanted you to know. (laughs) (laughs) You're all learning the hard way tonight. (laughs) I'm gonna need some more milk does over here. <laughs> <laughs> Before my turn, I'm turning coming up now. for a minute. Nope. He strength saves for a six, so he loses, and you push him back 10 feet. 15 feet away. You have pushed the pumpkin monster up against the back side, like where the captain's quarters are, and he's just pushed against the wall. Uh, and you would hope that the fire of, of these jack-o'-lanterns would go out, but it seems they're not because maybe they're magically mm. inflamed. Damn. <laughs> All right. Maybe I can magically put that shit out. And after Astro, we go on to Finch. I guess I'm going to put Hunter's Mark on it because I can. Okay. That's a bonus action. All right. And then uh, I'm going to take two shots with my longbow. All right. Oh, the first one's a crit miss. Ooh, the second one's a crit. Mm. All right. Let's now, get. By the way, I seen it. <laughs> I saw the dice. For all you haters out there thinking we'd be flubbing dice, I seen it. Uh, give me a d20 roll without any bu- without any modifiers. 13. <laughs> you get to add an extra die to your critical. And plus four. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. About to do some damage. Let's go. Bellamere's ready. <laughs> 14 damage? No. No. Bellamere's disagreeing with me. Like Hold the on. the head coach. Four. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. And two fours, right? Yeah, you're so. right. You're right. I was, ah. looking, I was looking at your cross. Did you do the hunter's mark dice? 
<laughs> Alright, so 14 plus four, 18 damage. Did you do Colossus Lair? I didn't put that. It's not damaged. Oh, damage. Were you oh you were trying to fool me? Yeah, I was trying to fool you. So you did not do Colossus Lair. It was a treat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not do that. Alright, good. You win a treat. Because it was that. a trick. Look Look at that. The tree. <laughs> Have Look some at milk that. duds. Some milk duds for Halloween special brought to you by Milk Duds. All right, I guess I'm going to need some milk duds. So you said 18 damage? Yes, sir. All right, so the first arrow you shoot was a critical miss, and it just kind of like plumps into the ground, like right in front of you. The second one, though, you aim up perfect and hit dead center. And then a piece, like some flame, shoots out and like deflects the arrow and like kind of holds it back for a minute before the arrow actually pierces. And you can tell it didn't do nearly as much damage as you wanted it to, as it did half damage, nine damage. Hmm. So are you saying he resisted? He resisted it somehow. Hmm. And after Finch, we're on to Keth. All right, so I'll, uh, I'll, uh, uh, go in rage and charge forward. And I'm going to attack him with my Warhammer. All right. Give me the attack. And after the attack with my bonus action, I want to shove him with my buckler. So the first one is going to be an 18. And then the second one will be a 15. Four attacks. 18 hits. Nine damage. All right. Uh, And as you bring your hammer around to slap him with it, uh, you can like a piece of like a one of the lanterns shoots flames at you and kind of like blinds you temporarily and makes you kind of hold back on the hit a little bit and you do half the damage that you would normally do with that attack. So the thing is, Dave will say that it did half damage and then like look at us slyly. <laughs> like there's something we're supposed to figure out about this. Did you say something about shield bashing? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to shove him with my my shield. Athletics versus athletics. Eight. 21. Mm, he's strong. He's strong. Well, really, he just rolled a 19, so. He's athletic. And so you swing your buckler arm at him and try to push him down to the ground and, like, you know, get him. You're trying to show the brute force you have over him. And uh, he doesn't take it very well, and he just kind of uh, pushes you back, and y'all are standing within each other's range. And after Keth, we're on to Felomir. All right. Um, I am going to... I want to cast two Eldritch Blasts at the Pumpkin Man, and I also want to move to the Cauldron. Okay. It's going to be a 20 and a 17 for my attacks. They both hit. For 15 damage total. All right. Uh, You take two Eldritch Blasts and line them up perfectly, shooting from your wrist, and uh, the, the impact of these forced missiles seems to dissipate right before it hits. This flame shoot out, anticipating the attacks. And uh, you do half damage. Whoa. He's resisting a force? Crazy. <laughs> wow. And after Felomir, we are on to Dorith. Uh, I'm going to pull out my wand. All right. Of mental strife and uh, shoot at him. Okay, give me the spell attack. That's going to be a 26. That is a hit. Uh, That's going to be four damage. Four damage. Four psychic damage. You uh, take your wand and do a little twirl with it, and you see his large pumpkin head kind of twitch for a second, and the the flames kind of dampen just for like a millisecond. Then they come back too. And it seems like the flames absorbed the psychic power and that you only did half damage. What? Psychic damage even? All right. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> and then after Doroth, we are on to Joel. Joel. Jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> wow. Joel. I'll see what you did there. And he takes his multi-tack action. And he does a slam against you, Keth. Real quick, I'm going to use a Bardic Inspiration die. All right. I'm going to use Cutting Words. All right. And uh, I'm going to yell out uh, real quick before he attacks. Uh, uh, all your faces, they look down above me. But all your faces, they're all ugly. And <laughs> Ooh. This is going to be a D8 minus what you rolled. All right. It's going to be a three. A three. And I rolled a three. So his attack is nine, which I'm assuming misses. Correct, Kath? Yep. All right. But then his second attack for his multi-attack 
is something called the gazing flare. And he chooses, he stares at one of you. Astra, he stares at you. Give me a charisma saving throw. 14. 14 defender wins. Mm. You feel this like power, like being shot at you through the eyes of this jack-o'-lantern, but you just kind of resist and turn away before the evil takes over you. (laughs) Go away, demons. (laughs) But then his lair attacks and a pumpkin is launched from his body like a rocket launcher, aiming at one of you at random. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Finch, aimed at you. I need you to roll me a D4 to tell me how wide of a range it is. Three. That means it's three squares from you in all directions. And that means Astra and Doroth, you are also in the blast. Oh, no. I need the three of you to give me dexterity saving throws. Fifteen. Twenty-three. Sixteen. All right, you all succeeded, so you take half damage. And half damage will be seven fire damage as a pumpkin is launched at you and explodes on impact with Finch. Smile, a little damage taking noise. (laughs) (laughs) And after the layer does its thing, we're back at the top of the order with Astra. Did Velmir ever see anything in the cauldron? He I haven't looked, looked yet. yet. Yeah, it looks like we got to do something with that cauldron, man. <laughs> looks like, <laughs> looks like the cauldron's pretty important. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Read it again. Toil, toil, who to boil? The gleeful one don't toss in oil. We're on the eve of Halloween. A monster grows from the obscene. That's probably that thing. The only trick to down this beast is to cook him a sad feast. To cook him a sad feast or cook him in a sad feast? To cook him a sad feast. I feel like that's like a like Sofa King. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, cook him a sad feast. Cook him a sad feast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a, a sad pumpkin somewhere that we can cook up for him. Mmm. <laughs> wow. Because they said they're all smiling at us. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to pour a flask of oil in the cauldron. <laughs> you got a flask of oil on you? Nope. I got a flask of ichor. Oh, I got plenty oh, of ichor. Oh, you got ichor. And also, I have a flask of the liquid that was in the Sister of Salamandel's cauldron that I still have with me. <laughs> Look at you and us. We're a bunch of pack rats. <laughs> yep. I was um, thinking I would throw my one ration that I didn't lose into the cauldron. Ooh, that is a sad, sad. beast. <laughs> it's pretty sad to me. Like a dried I, like, I just obtained like 20 extra rations before we set out. Now I have one and then none. Okay, so this thing about the faces, I like that. I think Finch should make good berries, but they should actually be milk duds. <laughs> <laughs> so did you say that like all of the jack-o'-lanterns on him are happy except for the one on its head? No. The one that's on his head is also smiling. No. And laughing. What would you like to do? I just, I'm trying to see if I missed anything. Was there another jack-o'-lantern somewhere that was sad? No, you're going to probably investigate to see that shit, maybe. Wait, wait, okay, so all the jack-o'-lanterns that were all over the deck of the ship, there were like a thousand of them. Did they all form into him? Yes. So there's no more just lying around? Correct. They're all... In that mess. Okay. How are you going to try to talk? <laughs> hey, uh, can I, hey, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> right. I have like seven milk duds in my teeth. Please hold on for a uh, second. He's double dudding over there. The, uh... Double dudding. <laughs> wow. Uh, marketing scheme for milk uh, duds. Yeah. Forms brought to you by milk duds. We're owned by the Hershey Company. So we got to just take all these empty milk dud boxes and take. We have to do something with these. We'll sign them and send them out to people. <laughs> nice. Patreon. The, uh, the pumpkin that he threw, did it also have a smiling face? It did. It wasn't set. It was not. Oh, uh, so can we like press A to catch him and like, <laughs> throw him in the oil? So where's this um, pumpkin that, w- he, that was thrown? It blew up. It blew yeah, it up. Exploded. Oh. It was like a grenade, like a rocket. I would like to try to flank him. He's up against the wall because you gust of winded him up against the wall. Yeah. All right. Well, hold on. 
Okay, um, I will cast Fly. Okay, you currently have a concentration spell going on with Gust of Wind. Do you wish to cancel that one so you can concentrate on flying? Yes. All right, so you fly. Where are you going? Behind him to flank him, or above him to flank him, however you want to set that up. All right, so you have cast a spell for your action, and you are flanking him now. Mm -hmm. Anything else you need to do for your turn? I can do a concentration and a cantrip, right? You can do a cantrip on your next turn as an action. Okay. That's my turn. All right. After Astra, we're on to Finch. Uh, I want to run up to this cauldron. <clears throat> Take a peek inside. All right. Give me a investigation check. Three. It's boiling water. It's just boiling water. It's water. Is that my turn? Uh, No. No? I wouldn't say that would be your action. You still have an action. Shoot that piece of shit. Um, I mean, should I... Is there any... I don't know if you can answer this. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything for me to find? Can I do like some sort of like 360 investigation just to look around and try and see if I see anything? So you want to investigate the boat around you? Yeah, see if there's anything I can, can around that's that. going to help. You can use your action to do another investigation. All right, I'm doing that. Four. Nice. <laughs> no, you're just so spooked. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't concentrate. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> <laughs> and after a finch, we're on to cat. Okay, so are the the like side and back side? I'm trying to envision how this stupid fucking pumpkin golem looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stacks of pumpkins that are glued together, basically like a like a pumpkin construct. Okay, but on the on the back side, are the pumpkins facing like outwards, yes. away from his back? Yes. All the faces are visible on all the pumpkins you can see. And from what I can tell, they're all smiling. From what you can tell. I'm going to investigate the fucking pumpkin man. All right. Are you going to use your action to do so? Yeah. All right. Give me an investigation check. 11. One point. <laughs> it's a DC 10. <laughs> nice. To find the sad face, a player must sacrifice their action to do an investigation check and beat a DC 10. They can then inform their teammates that same turn where it is. Hey, I found a sad pumpkin. It's right here. And you point to the back right side where, like, his kidney would be if there was a kidney pumpkin kidney. I'd rip it out, but it's not my turn anymore. <laughs> <laughs> my six seconds have elapsed. <laughs> wow. Felomir, it is your turn. Sweet. Almost as sweet as a milk dud. Almost, Almost as sweet as the chocolatey caramelly deliciousness of the milk dud brought to you by Also, the sad face uh, pumpkin does not have fire coming out from it. And you said it's, it's, up. it's on the right side? It's on the back right side of it, and he's pinned up against a wall right now. Is there any way I can get to it? <laughs> if I cast Dimension Door, can I appear uh, under the, the stairs? Oh, like in the captain's quarters? Sure. There's some windows on the. We'll say there's like some windows on that wall, and you'll be on like you'll you can be inside the captain's quarters, and see through the window. All right, I'm gonna cast Dimension Door to appear inside the captain's quarters to where I can like reach out of the window to grab the pumpkin off of this pumpkin contract. All right, so Dimension Door will be an action. I would say if you're going for some sort of grab like that, it's not like picking up an item. It's gonna be a grapple because it's on its body. So I'm not gonna let you do the grapple this turn. Okay. But yeah, you're you're in the captain's quarters. I got it. <laughs> Next turn. So I, <laughs> I see him doing that, right? Yeah, you like, see him I, step standing... into a, 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 a small haze of energy and disappear. So I don't see him reappear though. I would say no. Okay. Yeah, he's <laughs> pretty obscured. Okay. After Felomir, we're on to Doroth. I'm gonna move forward 10 feet. Okay. And uh. Shoot him again with my wand of mental strife. Just, right. you know, to just keep him distracted. Sure. <laughs> it's going to be an, an 11. 11 is a miss. He just shakes off the entire psychic attack. Drat! <laughs> and after Doroth, we're back on to Joel. And Joel does a multi-attack again. One with a slam on Keth. For a... 19? You got a buckler out. Yup. So he uh, misses because your AC's 20, which is ridiculous for you new listeners. Ah. And then he does his gazing flare again at not Felomir because he's inside. He doesn't Ooh. know where he is. And I'm behind. Um. He can find you, though. He can turn his head like an owl, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, he did a 180 degree turn with his with his uh, head earlier. Yeah, you ain't safe. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight. It's gonna be you again, Finch. Bring it on. All right, give me a DC, a charisma save. Give me a charisma save. 13. 13 is a failure. Oh, you're gonna turn into a pumpkin. No! <laughs> oh, no. That's gonna be the sad <gasps> feast. I got some other balls, though. You're up. 16. <laughs> Fire damage. Flames shoot from his eyes and spiral and like connect with your eyes. And they burn like they singe all around your eyes and kind of My cover eye. Them in. Yes. Oh no, your eye. <laughs> oh, and half uh, damage. Half damage. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sure, half damage. Yes. <laughs> Eight fire damage Sweet. because you only have one eye. <laughs> I'm gonna like stop, drop, and roll and be like, ah! <laughs> But then a pumpkin launches off of his body, aimed for any of the five of you. Even Thelemir? Yeah, because this has got like a face looking everywhere, and like the face, like one of the pumpkins that's next to the sad pumpkin is like looking right at Thelemir. No, they they know they gotta protect that one pumpkin. <laughs> they know the weaknesses. Oh, no. One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh no! Oh <laughs> fuck! Uh, so we're gonna do. A dexterity save. Oh no, yeah, I need you to roll a d4, Felomir, to see how wide it is. How wide the explosion? One. One square all around you, which would be no one, none of your allies. So, three d6 fire damage. 11 fire damage. And since I'm a tiefling, I take half of that. Nice. Look at that. So mm. five. We round down for you listeners that don't know. So five fire damage. And we're going to go on to Astra. Okay. Um, do I know where Felomir is? Uh, no, I don't think anyone does. Y'all just saw an explosion happen on the captain wall, captain quarters wall. I did exclaim I got it, though, at the end of my oh, turn. Oh, yeah. So. But we yeah, don't know exactly right. what that means. Yeah, you, I, I just said, I got it. <laughs> Okay, can I assume if I look down that I would know what that means? He's like calling it like in a baseball field on the outfield, and there are two people running for a ball. I got it! Yeah, but he hasn't got it He's yet. basically okay. saying, I'll take care of this, and then disappeared. Okay, I'll delay. All right. After Astra delays, we're on to Finch. Um, I'll just kind of um, stand back up, um, brush the embers out of my eye, and uh, maybe take a stance to be ready to shoot. Um, or I guess, what is that called? Um, you want to ready? Yes, I want to take a ready action where I'm ready to shoot arrows at this guy if he seems to get another round of coming at us. But I'm basically just kind of waiting to see if Felomir's got it. Okay, so what would trigger your release of the arrow? Him attacking. Okay. After Finch, we're on to Keth. All right, well, he's got it. So I'm going to try to grapple the, uh, grapple the golem. Okay, uh, give me a grapple check. Grapple the gotta, thing that's on fire. Gotta hold him still so Felomir can grab it. Yeah, I thought about that, and I remembered that it was on fire. <laughs> Crit! Ooh. Are you recklessly attacking? Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah, you grab onto him. What are you trying to do with your grapple? Just hold him still. Okay. <laughs> this pumpkin creature that has not moved this entire time, except when we forced him to. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to do a D6 fire damage to you. Okay. Because you're grabbing onto fire, basically. Like, everything's burning on him, except for the sad pumpkin. Um, it does two fire damage to you. Okay. That's a double, because I recklessly attacked, so... I thought Reckless attacked me, and I got to advantage. roll advantage against you. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll need to relook at my character <laughs> sheet. <laughs> After Keth, we're on to Felomir. I'm going to grab that pumpkin. <laughs> Give me that pumpkin. Give me that pumpkin. All right. I'm going to do a grapple check. Oh, no. To hold on to it. I mean, it's not on fire, so. That's not great. what I'm worried about. Okay. What do you need? A grapple check. Okay. I'm going to use Bardic Inspiration Die to uh, help with that grapple when I see that hand poke out okay. and I see what's happening. I'm going to uh, yell out, uh, Pumpkins, pumpkins, with fire they're lit. Pumpkins, pumpkins, go grab that shit. Grab it. <laughs> You're uh, so on this it is... today, Dora. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is my athletics, right? Uh, Yeah, this is your athletics check. Plus my, d or you get a D8. To use whenever I wish, right? Yes, I would hope that you would use it now. <laughs> I will use it now. Thank you. <laughs> it's a D8, right? Yeah. That's going to be a 17. 
I got an 18. Damn it! <laughs> Boo. I, I should have used the D8 against you. <laughs> sure, yeah. Fuck. I don't got it. Damn it, Bellabeard. So yeah, you try to like reach out and grab it, but like your finger, like you basically try to grab on just like a bowling ball, like put your fingers through the like the face, and you just kind of slide out because it's like wet on the inside, like pumpkin. Gross. <laughs> it's got the pumpkin puke on the inside. Do I see this? <laughs> yeah, you see the hand come out and then miss. Like it just kind of grabs and like slips out and doesn't hold on to the the not pump the pumpkin that's not on fire. Which leaves, I mean, you're, you delayed Astra. I think you're waiting to see what Felomir did if you yeah. want to take your turn now. Um, all right. So I'll see the spot that Felomir tried to grab at and I will cast Mage Hand. To, okay. To, I want to stay where I am, but cast Mage Hand to retrieve the pumpkin and bring it back to me. Let's do a spell attack against his acrobatics. Okay. So it'll be like a, it'll be like a magic grapple. That is 25. Nice, I rolled a 20, so I thought you were about to not get it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you zoom your mage hands down and grab hold of the pumpkin and rip it out from his body, and he goes <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And you float the pumpkin back up to you, and you're now holding on to the sad pumpkin that's not on fire. Sweet. Uh, you haven't moved. Okay, um, I will use my movement. Uh, still flying to fly over to the cauldron and drop that pumpkin in. Go dunk that shit. Yeah. 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 Dunk. Uh, give Jordan. me what would be a basketball check. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, athletics, obviously. Athletics. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I actually Hold don't on. Know. We reset, so I have Tides of Chaos if I need to use. Yeah, so that's going to be a 10. I will use Tides of Chaos. <laughs> Pumpkin just smashes into the <laughs> ship. Breaks and we're fucked. <laughs> Falls off the side of the boat. Fuck, that is a seven. You had a ready action and you're standing next to the cauldron map. Alley you. <laughs> I would Pass love to alley you, dude. Pass that shit. Uh, give me an athletics check, Matt. <laughs> Chris! <laughs> Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it. For all the listeners, I've it seen close, it. It was close, dude. It was real close to like a five or something. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, you see Astra flying towards you, ready to like drop the, the sad pumpkin into the cauldron, and it's about to miss. You grab hold of it, then slam dunk it into the cauldron. Water, like boiling water splashes all over My the place. <laughs> <laughs> it's always your eye. And then, you, the, uh, then Joel goes, and then flames shoot up from all the smiling pumpkins, and he seems to become enraged. Doris, turn. Oh, well, in that case, he's enraged now, so I'm going to shoot him uh, from a... Uh, actually, I'm going to back up 10 feet again, because I was going to, like, slowly move in, but, like, now that I see this is going on, I'm going to back the fuck up. Uh, and I'm going to shoot him with my wand of mental strength. It's gonna be a crit. Ooh. And I, I see it. We see the crit. I see we it. never see, get this We see the crit. crit. <laughs> you don't. This we'll is see not the crit. Uh, Throwaway episode. Give me a d20 roll, Doris. So a four. I see it. It's a normal <laughs> critical. What does that mean? That means you roll an extra die. Okay. So it'll be, instead of 2d6, it'll be 3d6. But also, before he was immune to fire damage and resistant to all damage, now he's vulnerable to all damage. So oh. you double your damage after you roll it. Okay. Them double duds. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Brought to you by milk duds. Some more milk duds. Yes. Okay, at the end of this episode, can we all put an entire thing of milk duds in our mouth and do like our oh, like, save this find four orbs on Twitter? <laughs> oh, shit, yes. Just basically like redo our ad. Oh. Uh, the 3d6 is going to be 8 damage. So you double that because he's vulnerable to damage? Yes. So and 16. 16. You see like a crack go up the side of his uh, giant pumpkin head. We're doing damage, guys! But he's angry, and it's his turn. And so he tries to slam you, Kath, enraged. I got a grapple. Mm. He tries to break three, break three <laughs> from the grapple. Uh, give me an athletics check to counter his. So I don't need to recklessly attack because the Turkadal aspect gives uh, me advantage of grapple. I got a 17. 21. Kath, you win. You keep him grappled. But then a 
pumpkin launches off his body for the lair. Mm. I'm going to roll a d10 again to determine who. Astra. Pumpkin launches from his body and zooms towards you while you're flying over Finch, dunking that uh, sad pumpkin. Uh, Give me a dexterity saving throw. Devo. Oh, wait, yeah. Wait, what? We'll keep that, but I need a d4 as well. The radius blast of the of the explosion. Is it a small pumpkin or a large pumpkin, basically? That is a two. That means it's two squares wide from you. And that was a um, 20. 20 is a save, and we'll say, Finch, you are in the blast radius, so give me a dexterity save as well. 15. 15 is a save, so y'all both take half damage. And half damage will be five damage. Five fire damage. After the layer attack, we're back at the top of the order, which is Astra. I'm still flying over Felomir. I mean, Finch. Yes, you're like hovering over Finch right now. Um, How damaged does this thing look? You got a crack? Uh, You're not sure how damaged he is. He doesn't seem too, too upset. Other than the fact that you have broken his shield. His sad, sad shield. Like we threw the, the shit in the in the in the cauldron. He went. <laughs> like, you, know, you know that. All right, I am going to cast a level three guiding bolt at this dude. All right, uh, give me the spell attack. That is a twenty-five again. That's a big hit for twenty-four because it's cleric. So how much damage does this do? Sixty-six for level three. It's basically a fireball. So that is 11, 12, 13, 14, plus 8. That is 22 damage. And he's vulnerable, so... So 44. 44 damage. Damn. Also, another effective guiding bolt. The next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn, Astra, has Has advantage. advantage. Nice. So anyone gets advantage on him, basically? The next attack. Nice. And... And... Before the end of her next turn. So that's all of us. No, well, it's just the, the next attack. Oh, okay. And after Astra, we are on to Finch, who has advantage on the attack, thanks to Astra. With my two attacks per turn, is that two advantages, or is it just for the first one? I would say it is. I like to think that the whole turn has advantage when it comes to weapon attacks. And the advantage is just all about me making contact, right? Yes. You roll your attack twice and take the highest, yeah. All right, so I still got Hunter's Mark on him. Um, Hunter Gloss is officially in play. He's damaged. Here comes the first one. I'm using the longbow to take two shots. You also have advantage, meaning you get sneak attack. True. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're a rogue. rogue. Also, use fucking sharpshooter. Yeah, no, I, I was going <laughs> to... You have so many things. <laughs> God. Good God. So, much, like, so, so, let's break it, so let's break it down for you listeners. <laughs> Finch has Sharpshooter, which means he gets a negative 5 to attack, but adds plus 10 to the damage. Not a D10, but plus 10. And that's he can choose to do that if he wants to. Our players at the table really, really want him to, because right now he gets advantage, meaning he rolls two D20s and takes the highest for each attack, for each arrow. He also has Colossus Slayer as a Ranger Hunter, which adds a D8 to his damage. And then he also gets sneak attack damage because he has advantage. And he has Hunter's Mark. And he has Hunter's Mark. So we are talking right now, if he hits, without Sharpshooter. Per shot, it's going to (laughs) be... Well, the first shot gets sneak attack. The other one does not. Okay. Well, then his first one's going to be 2d8 plus 2d6 plus 4 if he doesn't use Sharpshooter. I'm gonna go, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and use the sharpshooter. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, why not? Okay. Right. So let's roll again. Yeah, let me just roll the first one, then start telling me what to do. Roll again. We'll see which one's higher. All right. So I had a uh, 27. <laughs> oh, minus five, minus five. Minus five. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. 23. So it's, so it's just going to be a 22. <laughs> yes, you hit. Hey, what's your second? The second one? Oh, yeah. The second one. I get. Oh, well, actually. You're going to do sharpshooter on the second one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was I was about I was thinking about the sneak attack thing, but we're gonna do this first. Okay, here we go. Ooh, that one's not good. That one's okay. Um, so minus five. Fourteen. Fourteen actually is a hit because after he enraged, his AC dropped from fifteen to twelve. Nice. Look at that. All right. Okay. So now, so now, now, now me, we gotta do some fucking algebra. Let me get my D eight over here. Let me get this D eight over here. Just let dump me get out all this your dice. D- 
So you get one six. D6 sneak attack for the first attack only, right? Yeah. That's right. Okay. All right. The second so, arrow does not get sneak attack. So this is all I need for the first one. Oh my god. Counter up. <laughs> and then add 10. And then tell it to me. And I'll say it confidently to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> the first one's 30 damage. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> the first one is 30 damage. Alright, so uh, my, my first shot is 30 damage. Is that with vulnerability? Okay, and so you're also, he's also vulnerable, so that's 60 damage for the first arrow. <laughs> roll ahead, go ahead and roll the damage for the second one. God damn! <laughs> Tell me why. It's, it's 29. <laughs> uh, the second one is 29. Alright, so 29, because you have, I'm assuming you haven't done the vulnerability. Nah. Okay, so uh, that's going to be 50. Eight. 58, yeah. So 60 <laughs> plus 58 is 118 18 damage with two arrows. He explodes in a tiny God bit. God damn. Um, so yeah, the two arrows fly true. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they did. I would say they did. We'll say they hit like the pumpkins that were like right underneath the neck and just exploded outwards. And just like the head, like the big giant head pumpkin just falls to the ground and burst into pieces. You uh, overkilled him by 50 damage exactly. <laughs> Sweet. And after the jack-o'-lantern dies, he crumbles to pieces, and you feel that the evil from this boat has been lifted. You affix the captain's wheel back to its spot and work together to tie up the sails. And then as you look into the distance, you see that black and orange swirl deep in the fog. Finch commands you all to get the boat moving, and you look at the other boats, and the skeletons and the ghost are waving you off into the distance. When you get close to the portal, it sucks you back in to Asus. And that's the end of our Halloween special. Spooky Spooky dooky. I wanted to do a thing to where like, okay, so I was in the captain's quarters looking through the window, right? Yeah. So I come out and it's just like, you see the crossbars from the window and that part of my face is clean, but the rest is just covered in pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I picture Keth just, just like, standing there Finch. dripping with like pumpkin guts. Like Finch. Did you bubble. sharpshoot again, Finch? <laughs> Welcome to the Four Orbs Halloween special. Hold on. Now, are you telling me we, <laughs> we, we could have been in America? <laughs> Dude, we, we missed the 4th of July special. Yeah. So. <laughs> We've only been recording for an hour and 17 minutes. This is nice. Ooh. I mean, we we blew through the first like half of the, the Halloween yeah, riddles. First try <laughs> answers. <laughs> I didn't quite get the living room one, but the organ one happened it, super it was fast. A, it was a ghost. He's dead. Yeah, you can't yeah. go in the living room. Gotcha, gotcha. You ain't living. And you ain't living unless you've had some delicious milk duds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>